Hey there, Charms, and welcome to the second ever podcast with Charms. Hopefully you enjoyed the first one we did a couple of weeks back, where it was myself and joined by Paul, as always, who hosted the last one. So this week, I'm the host. Yeah, we and, take uh, turns. Yeah. Let, for a quick, quickly get into it, how do you think it went, our first ever podcast? For our first ever one, I think it went pretty well considering we're sort of really new to this to podcasting setting up rank amateurs rank amateurs um i think it came out really well i was pleased with it uh we got a, i was pleased with it yeah i was pleased we had a, we got an audio version that's on spotify and that, and that came out really well and the, the the visual version which is available on on youtube on our youtube channel i thought that came out really well and um yeah it was the our first time and uh I think it, I think it came out fine considering what we're sort of pasting it together with sort of you're using your phone I'm using my laptop but a really cheap uh, webcam um <laughs> it is it's, it's it's all good I mean like it's a learning process isn't it we all can't yeah. be trash taste where they have a studio in Tokyo <laughs> everything's paid for by their um by their by their by their company um so I think it's pretty good. I mean, yeah. And um, I just got to correct you there. It's it's a Game with Chumps podcast. You didn't say the the title correctly. Game with Chumps podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I said a podcast yeah. with Chumps, which is not what this is called. No. If you go the, searching for the, that, you might you won't find us. Like I said, rank amateurs. Uh-huh. <laughs> a Game with Chumps podcast. That's right. Yeah. I'll get that right next time I'm hosting in a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. well in a month actually because we're gonna doing this every two weeks and we're gonna alternate hosting so to kick things off i guess same question as you asked a couple of weeks back. Well, yeah what we you always watching, what, what you've been playing what yeah. you've been doing that's how we're going to start the podcast off like yeah um i've been i've been playing uh apex legends with our mutual friend um dom who you've met and you've played a few games he's, he's been in a Thank few of our videos channel. Yeah, he's been on. He's actually been on some Sea of Thieves and actually Apex videos. And PUBG as well. And PUBG. And um, yeah, the first game we played, we won. Oh, nice. <laughs> we won. Yeah. So um, yeah, he, we managed to win the, our first game, which was which is really cool. And then it, after that, it just went downhill. We just <laughs> kept, like there's Isn't a new map. Always the way. Is a new map uh, that. Um, Apex is released and we're still getting used to that um, we always tend to do better on the older map the first map Kings Canyon I think it's called um, that's the first map we always do better that's how we won the first our first ever game um, and the other map we always tend to do pretty badly because we're not we don't know where to go and what's good um, basically like the layout of the land we don't know at all but yeah we've pl- been playing some Apex Legends Um We've been playing some Among Us with some friends of ours. Uh, always good fun. And um, what else? I've uh, been playing a bit more cyberpunk, but not too much. I'm finding, it hard, I'm finding it hard to get into. I don't know. It's, it's still um, a bit messy. It runs fine on this Series X. It's Obviously, there's, there's a few bugs. Same with The Witcher 3 that had bugs when it first came out. But it runs okay on the series i haven't encountered any game crashing bugs or glitches like the older consoles have the last gen consoles 
Um, so I can't really compare, but I just, I'm just finding it difficult to get into the game. I mean, mm. like the, the game I could compare it to was is like Deus Ex. And I never really got into that. I know you like that game, but I, I, I never really... Human Revolution. Yeah. I haven't played Mankind Divided yet. I, I, can, I can't get into it. Maybe it's because it's in third person. First mm. person, first, sorry. And I always prefer my, my RPGs to be in, in third, mostly. Apart from, like, I sometimes played Skyrim in, in third person and first, but it gives you the option to switch between, which I really liked. And yeah, you, you just play as uh, in first person. Which in the RPG, I'm not really... Because what's the point of doing cosmetics and stuff and building your character when you yeah. can't see it? You know what I mean? See him in a mirror every now yeah. and then. So I just, it just puts me off a bit when I play an RPG. I know it's supposed to be more immersive, but I always think in third person, it's more immersive. For me, personally, anyway. Yeah. I, I remember a lot of people complaining about that when they announced it was going to be first person only. Because, like mm. you say, what's the point in creating a custom character if you never see him? Yeah, or her. A big or, in a RPG. Or, or, or them. I mean, you can be gender, gender, gender neutral in uh, Cyberpunk, which is good. So, yeah. Well, I, I did say them. Oh, you did. Sorry, oh, my 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 bad. Yeah, we want to get our pronouns correct. I tend to just use them as a coverall yeah. for everything. Oh, but, fair yeah, enough. So, yeah. you been watching anything in particular? Just uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. Um, been watching. Uh, I've been watching One Division. Uh, really good. Really good. I. It's essential watching for the for the whole MCU arc. It's sort of t- showing it where it's going. Uh, the mm. future art the future um phase four phase four will yeah. be will be multiverse and time travel and stuff like that and altered realities that's where they're taking it because where else could you go after infinity the infinity wars mm. infinity stones no i also I think I else just thinking of letting the run finish and then binging it all because they're they're quite yeah. short aren't they they're like half an hour yeah they, i mean the running time is 40 minutes but about 10 minutes of that is actual like credits so yeah <laughs> Um, the first couple of episodes are a bit you, it's, it's weird you know like, what's mm. going on but after like episode f- four or three I think it is it's really interesting really good it's a really good show um, I, I highly recommend watching it if you're if you've been following the MCU and watching the films you don't just give it a miss just because it's a it's a Disney plus TV show it's essential watching it leads into the, how phase four is going to pan out and it's really good so yeah, get into that. Uh, like I say, I'll binge it when it's all finished. I think. So, how about yourself, Mister Ross? What you've been watching? What you've been playing? And what you've been doing? Well, what said, have you been doing for your life? <laughs> yeah, I said a couple of weeks ago that I'd started up Mass Effect Andromeda, so I'm still kind of whittling away at that. Um, yeah. I think I'm about halfway through the story. I've done about half the loyalty missions and a couple of the vaults. And um, I think I said then, like, I'm not going to go nuts and do everything because I just don't think the game really is good enough to warrant doing everything. That's why I stopped playing it last time. I was doing every quest I came across and burnt myself out because it's really, a lot of it isn't good enough to carry that much sort of length, really. So I was going to do like main story, vaults, all the vaults on all the worlds, and then the loyalty missions. So that's still my plan. I'm about halfway now, I guess, just sort of playing it whenever I feel like it. Um, other than that, not much else, really. Just the odd bit of Halo 5 multiplayer when I feel like it. Mm. And that's what I'm watching. I've uh, been watching Season 4 Attack on Titan, cool. which is mad. 
mm-hmm. very very mad. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like season three, you're like in my opinion, season three is an absolute masterpiece, and season four is just no spoilers or anything, but it's just such an about face that it's kind of hard to tell where it's going to land. But there's about four episodes of that left, I think, so I'll be watching that as it goes along. And uh, anything else? I've been reading Final Empire by Brandon Sanderson, first book in the Mistborn series. I might have mentioned that a couple of weeks ago because I've been reading that for a few weeks now. And it's very good. Very much enjoying it. I got halfway through the first book and then went and bought all the other ones. Hmm. Cool. Ah. Bought seven books and halfway through the first one. Yeah, that's about all I've been doing, to be honest. Right. Okay. Not much of note, I'm afraid. Not very interesting. Right. A couple of topics we did have for this week, though. There was a state of play just a couple of days ago as we are recording yeah. this. And mm. uh, we haven't spoken about it. No. So we figured we'd do it now. So what were your thoughts? Did you watch it live or did you watch it? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch it at all. I didn't watch it at all. <laughs> um, I was, because uh, my working hours is a bit uh anti-social so i didn't get a chance to watch it but i i was getting a lot of updates from on the twitter verse about mm. um certain games um the most the, the one that stood out most was the final fantasy remake is getting an P, uh, ps5 update upgrade yeah. and it's also integrated with whatever that means and um it also includes a new episode which will feature yuffie Mm. Um, and so it's basically just a DLC. Uh, I'm not. I, I think it's free if you have the a digital and physical copy of last gen's version. So you get the free upgrade, and I might get the episode for free. I'm not sure. Yeah, but, I think um, if you have it on PS4, you get a free upgrade to the PS5 version. Right. The PS5 version. Who who's got a PS5 though? No one. <laughs> I don't know anyone's got a PS5. I no don't one know get anyone. One. <laughs> no, yeah, no he, one's... even. Even Dan, who was a part of the channel in the early days, big PlayStation fan, he doesn't even have one. No. I don't know anyone that's actually got one. No. I know Very a few hard. people that managed to get a Series X. I don't know anyone that managed to get a PS5. Yeah. Thank you, Scalpers. Uh, yeah, I think they've yeah. I think they've said that they've sold about 5 million of them. But who knows yeah, but how many to actual consumers? Uh, yeah, that is the that is the plan. If you have the game on PS4, then you get a free upgrade to the PS5 version, which contains the yeah. DLC yeah. and everything. And they're giving it away to PS Plus next month as well. Yeah, I don't PS4 have PS4 version. Plus, that so. is. Yeah, I don't. I've cancelled mine ages ago. But the annoyed people are annoyed about that because they get the PS4 version through Plus, but then that's not eligible to upgrade to the PS5 version. No, you got to go and buy yeah, it. You know, they problem. don't. Yeah. I can sort of see why, but it's still a bit shitty. I mean, why not just give them, if everyone else is getting it for free, giving the game for free on PS Plus, just give them the free upgrade. Yeah, it makes me wonder how they're even going to like manage the licenses for that. Are they, they going to have to make a specific PS Plus version of the game that's locked out? It's a bit strange. Yes. But, yeah, a few other things they showed. Did you, I didn't did, you watch, did, did you watch the trailer for, for the, the integrated trailer? Yeah, yeah, I saw the trailer. Well, I watched the. I didn't watch the state of play live, but I watched it on yeah. YouTube a couple of hours after it had aired. So mm. I saw it all as part of that. And um, yeah, people are upset about that state of play. 
It always just like ups, people yeah. were upset about the uh, Nintendo Direct week before, whenever that yeah. was. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought it was a pretty decent state of play, to be honest. They showed a lot of decent stuff. Ken and Bridge of Spirits still looks really good. Um, Returnal looks really fun. Yeah. And uh, the new Deathloop trailer they showed. I'm really looking forward to Deathloop. Um, new Arcane happened? game. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's PS5 console exclusive for a year, so it won't be on Xbox until next May. But it's on PC day and date as well, so I'll probably play it there, and that looks really fun. But yeah, I thought it was a decent state of play. Showed some good stuff, good trailers. It's just there weren't any new announcements, so they didn't show like I think people were expecting new footage for Horizon Forbidden West and God of War Ragnarok, which was probably a bit of a long shot anyway. So people were upset about that. Yeah. yeah. Did, what wasn't there? Wasn't there? Oh, what game was it? It got delayed. Like the, it might be indefinite delay. Oh, people are really up in arms about that. I can't remember what game it was, but oh, oh a PS5 that, game or no? It, it lost the developer. I can't remember. Oh, it changed developer. Um, oh god, I can't. Um, Vampire the Bloodline. Yeah, yeah, Masquerade the. Masquerade. Uh, that part Vampire of the, the masquerade bloodline, bloodline something. Yeah, <laughs> this the sequel was supposed to come out, but that's been pushed back. I don't know. They were saying it's it's this delay delayed uh, indefinitely. So publisher took the entire dev team off of it, didn't they? Yeah, Just removed the entire dev team. So, so God knows what's going on there. Everyone was getting hyped for that, and um, people were uh, the the game was on available on Steam, and it was being they. Were, sort of doing a big promotion not big promotion but pushing it and then now it doesn't look like it might not ne- never come out or it'll take a good few years more for it to come out so yeah people are upset about that what's going to happen with that now yep take an entire dev team off the project i mean what does that mean are they going to get someone in to pick up where they left off are they going to scrap it and start again but uh yeah your background has reminded me of the question i meant to ask you actually this, my, this, this strikers. yeah thing you just threw that up this whole thing. five strikers just came out recently so i was wondering yeah. if you had any interest in that i'm gonna get it yeah i'll, I'll eventually get it i'll get it for the ps4 i don't have a ps5 um it apparently <laughs> Again, who does yeah it's um it's a it's a direct sequel to the original because a lot of people are annoyed that it wasn't a direct sequel to the expect to the uh to royal mm. but it's only the um the, the the vanilla game that it's a direct sequel to um because yeah it's like um when P- uh, persona 4 golden that came out and that was just you know had extra characters more content and that's what royal was as well new uh, characters new new stories expanded plot lines but the strikers is the is just a follow-up to the original it's got nothing to do, no characters or any story threads will be carried over to strikers but it's not an RPG in the sense like how it was, like a turn-based one. It's yeah, not it's like a, that. It's a it's like, game, isn't it? Yeah, so it's like a Dynasty it's Warriors like, sort of thing. Yeah. I think when they announced it, people were like, oh, great. Really wanted a Persona Muso. Then they kind of started showing more of the story stuff. People were like, oh, wait, it's actually a story-based proper sequel. Yeah. Uh, I haven't but actually none- checked how it reviewed and anything. I assume it reviewed well. Yeah. Um it, it gets rid of your um, social links, though, I think. It doesn't do that. 
So, mm. but that's, I read up a bit up about because people were like, "Oh, does your romances carry over?" And no, they, they don't carry over or anything like that. So it's like it's a sequel. Like or... out some of the main draws yeah. of the Persona franchise. Yeah, but, but I still haven't played Persona Five, so yeah, be a while for me, I guess. Okay. Um, what's our main topic for today, Mr. Ross? What are we talking our main about? Topic was something we actually we recorded the episode a couple of weeks back and then as soon as we uh wrapped it up we were like right that was great oh wait we didn't talk about this it was kind of a big story at the time and um so we figured we'd push it to this episode and that is google having killed off stadia in what under a year or something yeah from launch they just i mean technically it's not dead but it's dead yeah they closed closed all their dedicated studios yeah, well, I say all the they're two first-party studios. Yeah. Jade yeah. Raymond left. Um, they're not bothering to develop in-house exclusives for it anymore, and they're kind of they've said they're sort of transitioning it to a platform, sort of technology and platform offering, so that others can use it to deliver content and stuff. But let's be honest, another year down the line, it won't exist anymore. That'll be it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I never even tried Stadia. Did you ever give it a go? Never, no. I, I just always, I never. It's it's difficult for a new player on the um con in the console world to come forward. It's I mean, Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft and PC sort of they've got that sort of lockdown now. Any newcomers, even with backed by Google, is it Google? Yeah, it's Google, wasn't it? Is Google Stadia? Yeah. Yeah. Even with a good life like that, it's very hard because there's only so many players. You know what I mean? Like, can like I, I find it like I own all like P- gaming PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox. It's very hard to manage your time to play like alternate between those four mm-hmm. most of the time. I ex- mostly play on Xbox, but obviously there's exclusives on other con- or platforms like the PlayStation and. And switch, I play on. Obviously, got to play on that. So when this yeah. new console came out, which is purely digital, and Xbox are now doing their own digital service and Game Pass, which is an online service, it's very hard for Stadia to sort of make a name for itself to stand out. Because I think yeah. Xbox is sort of getting more on top of it, especially with their um, cloud service and stuff like that it's very difficult for a new uh, console to sort of come into this sort of battleground as you were and uh, make uh, and yeah. be competitive. Yeah, everyone's already very well entrenched. Yeah. yeah. And you've got, like you say, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, PC, they're all very, very entrenched at this point. Yeah. And um, generally people will kind of, uh, this is probably less true of, maybe the people that watch this podcast, people that are very sort of into gaming and stuff are more likely to have sort of a couple of platforms that they go between, but the average consumer tends to just pick one and stick with it. Mm. And um, if you're going to come into a business like gaming, you kind of need to, you need to spend big to do it. And Google weren't really interested in doing that. I don't think, I think a lot of people sort of felt when they came into it, are they going to, they're going to kind of half-ass it for a couple of years and then it'll go into the Google graveyard with all the other things they've killed. And um, that seems to be the case. They set up two studios, 
neither of them released a game. I think they bought Typhoon, the people that made Journey to the Savage Planet. They didn't release a game since being bought by Google, and now they've been shut down. Um, and they were going around sort of writing checks, like Jason Schreier from Bloomberg put out a piece a couple of days ago that said they were basically spending tens of millions. Like mm. They were going to like Ubisoft or EA or whoever to get their existing multiplat games on their platform, and they were having to pay tens of millions for a port of each game. So they're paying money hand over fist just to kind of get some kind of parity on the platforms. And um, it's kind of another story that came out, kind of came in the wake of the Microsoft Bethesda buyout. And um, apparently Phil Harrison, who was running Stadia for Google, who, I don't know if you remember Phil Harrison, but he worked for the PlayStation and the PS3 era, and then went to Microsoft for the Xbox One era, and then went to Stadia. So not had three a... for three there. Yeah, he's not had uh, a... He, yeah, he's not had a sparkling career in uh, a fair while. Uh, but he, he, in a sort of, I think he had a live stream for staff to tell them that it was all sort of going tits up and apparently mentioned that Microsoft buying Bethesda was one of the final nails in the coffin. And um, yeah. the article didn't, didn't really expand on that idea all that much. So people were speculating, oh, maybe, maybe Google wanted to buy Bethesda to really compete. And then when Microsoft and they were like, oh, well, now we can't compete. But I think what's more likely is they saw Microsoft spend $7.5 billion on Bethesda and thought, oh, that's that's the kind of money we need to be spending. Yeah, I don't think so. We're out. Yeah. I think that's it was a bit of a wake-up call for him to say, oh, Christ, we really need to be spending some serious money if we want to be in this. And they didn't. It just the will wasn't there. And um, I remember not long after Stadia was announced, there was a can't remember what website this was on, but there was a story about um, how promotions work at Google and basically people start start up projects just to get a promotion because that looks good, like to the higher ups that you sort of brought a project to market. So that's why stuff, that's why Google apparently have so many things that they've just killed off in a couple of years because people start projects just to get promotion. Then they move up and it's just, they just leave it behind and it gets killed. Mm. So, yeah. That's probably what's going to be Stadia's fate as well. But it does bring us around to another kind of aspect of the topic, which you, which you touched on a bit, which is games industry going more and more digital. So, mm. I mean, yeah, I've got quite a lot of games behind me. Yeah. I, uh, I quite like my physical games. I love physical games. Um, but I'm more leaning towards digital in this for this, uh, for this generation um obviously like the pc it's steam and good old games so that's all digital or digital library um with, because the xbox have now got game pass which all their first party games are, are available on there and a lot of third party games are available on there um so i haven't had the need i haven't bought one new game for this uh, for this generation yet it's early days but it's all on game pass mm. um and life's i, I find like a lot of in the old days, you used to get the the box, you get the manual, and you get loads of like, get like a nice booklet or something, something like with art in it, 
and stuff and th- maybe some stickers or something stick- stickers we get nice Back. big like index like manual like with lore and stuff in, in in about the the game and the world and stuff and some character details and stuff but now you don't really get that i mean the last game i bought which had that was funny enough was um was a uh, was cyberpunk that actually had a manual in there and everything like that it had like physical like i can look in there and it had a map it's still uh, backstory about the, the 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 city and stuff like that so that was yeah, good so but kind of have a bit of a, a they, they, doing that stuff they did yeah. the same with the witcher 2 yeah. just the, i've got it on the shelf up there but just the basic edition of the game on 360 yeah. came with like a cardboard slip case which one of the staff had signed mm. and it came with like a mini guide and a map of like temeria and everything so yeah see i'm not surprised yeah. they did that with uh here yeah. got yeah. got some cards some like postcards. Got uh, the Night City map here, mm. as you can see. And, and yeah, and you've got like a nice, well, it's not a big one, but it's a world com- compendium. Something. Yeah, compendium, yeah. which is, yeah, I mean, I like it. I like, I always like to look at, I love like art books. Uh, like, um, I think you got, yeah, look, I mean, look at that. You bought, you bought me one of, for the Dragon Age world. Which contained like oh, lots of lore. Amazing. Yeah, I've got I mean you bought amazing. me part two. Really yeah. good. I've always like going slightly off topic, but I always I prefer Mass Effect games over Dragon Age, but I like the world of Dragon Age more than I like the world of Mass Effect. So mm. I've always been more into the fi- fantasy sort of dungeons and dragons sort of world, the old sort of medieval sort of style. The aesthetic yeah. of that's much more my my sort of uh my cup of tea it's like lord mm-hmm. of the rings and all that more than i say a space sci-fi it means as much as i like star wars and stuff the first mass effect was more grounded in a way set the, the later ones got a bit more less grounded but more more spe- so less space star trek grounded. yeah less star trek more sort of star wars in a way mm-hmm. um that's why I always yeah. preferred the first Mass Effect. It was always more. I mean, you go around the ship and stuff. It tell you had that um, encyclopedia, the index that would talk to you and tell you about how things Rodex. worked. And, yeah, yeah, Rodex. That's it. So yeah, I mean, I like I liked Mass Effect games more over than Dragon Age. I mean, uh, but I prefer the world of than the lore of Dragon Age. But anyway, that was just slightly off topic there. But yeah. I, I agree with you though. I really like the world of Thedas. Mm. It's great. I've got all, got all the books and all the novels and everything as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, to sort of yeah, I've got a lot of physical games. Yeah, um, that's uh, just that, one. That's yeah. one shelf. There's actually four shelves here. There's two oh, here, yeah, two yeah. here, and then I've got another shelving unit over there with all my older games in it. But I just I, I, I agree with you. Like Game Pass yeah. is changing the way I sort of consume games as well because, yeah. like, I like being I like having the thing on my shelf and being able to hold it mm. and go, oh yeah, that's nice. And um, even more so when, like you say, you'd actually get stuff in the case. Now you should get like a safety leaflet or something or warranty or whatever it is, and that's it. But, so what's the point? Like you just get a box and a disc and just yeah, a, a leaflet in it with uh, some art. Some art yeah. is printed in quite low DPI these days as well. Yeah, but but yeah, it's just it's so convenient. Digital games are so convenient because you just sit on your ass, pick up your controller, you press a button, and it loads. You don't have to get up and go. I mean, I know it's not a hardship to go to the shelf to put a disc in, but it's just so much more convenient. 
especially if you go in between a few games. Yeah, it's a shame because we 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 like going to shops and finding like we always like going to game and all the like our play nation and stuff like that in our in, in our local area and going and actually looking for games, um, especially like retro games as well. But I always liked a good a good game. <laughs> a good game you know like the, the shop itself nice bright cut bright nicely lit there are a few, there are a few good ones left now but there's one in, there's, there was one in where where we used to hang where we hang out in croydon that was really good the one inside the shopping center and then they got rid of that and then turned the, in that small one on the high street which is really quite dingy but i, I always liked going out there and just looking and seeing what's about because I always go in for it, used to go in to buy a game and then always have a look to see if there's anything else like uh, on, on the cheap or, you know, like it's just like game hunting in, in, in a way. But yeah, now I don't think my, 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 my room, my place can, can take another six, seven years console generation of buying physical games. Where am I going to put everything? As I, I like to keep things. I don't like. I really rarely get rid of games. Yeah, I'm kind of, yeah. I'm like a slight, a slight hoarder when it comes to these things. I just can't part with, with them because a lot of them have memories. Memories. Like, yeah. Part of it is their memories. You look. I, yeah. I look at my shelf over there, and I've got my Saturn games. I'm like, yeah. And I remember sitting down and playing Panzer Dragoons for life for hours on end. Mm. I pick it up and look at the case and be like, yeah, that was amazing. But it is just there's so much like. Like I said, I've got four shelves of games here, mm-hmm. anime figures and everything. All this shit I need to stop buying. I've got like two shelves of art books. Um, I've got a wall of anime. <laughs> I've got a whole other um, shelving unit over there that's got like Blu-rays and 4K Blu-rays and CDs and books and yeah, I mean, my I, retro games in it. It's just it takes up every, so much space. Everything seems to be going digital. I mean, like you got. Like Blu-rays and DVDs will be probably be less and less because everything's online services now, like Netflix, Disney Plus, uh, Amazon. Um, yeah, just like more. I'm, I know there's more, but those are the main ones. Mm. Um, so, yeah, like, like it's going to be a digital future. I, I, I think anyway. I mean, that's why. Like, I think, like, I was contemplating like buying a series x or an x or a series s but i thought the series x is more powerful and plus maybe i do want to buy a, a game that on a, a physical game version i mean if it's not on game pass i probably will just go and buy a physical copy of the game you know like if, if i can't get it digitally or well, that's the thing. I mean, it it's not the available option. yeah so it just gives me the option yeah i, I would lament if physical media went away i am sort of over the last couple of years have been buying fewer games just purely because of space but i i like having the option and um it's an interesting point you bring up the series s as well because um like don't want to dredge up the past too much but when microsoft announced the the xbox one people went king ape shit yeah Um, with with good cause yeah because like it wasn't just the fact that it was kind of like tying digital licenses to your hardware it was more the sort of having to get some kind of weird permission or something to resell your games because they were like oh we're going to have to have some kind of partnership with brick and mortar stores to or whatever to resell your licenses and then there was the 24-hour check-in which i think is a bit overblown 
mm-hmm. I mean, how many of us aren't online on our consoles at least once a day anyway? Mm. But a lot of that stuff kind of has almost come back in a way and how digital gaming has become. Like it was becoming... It was, it was the future. Yeah. 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 It was becoming right. fairly digital over towards the end of the PS3 and 360 gen. Like the game started getting day one releases on the physical, on the digital stores. And then over the last generation, it just took off to the point now where both console manufacturers have a digital console you can buy that just won't take discs. Who could have imagined that sort of seven, eight years ago before the PS4 and the Xbox One came out, that there'd be consoles that wouldn't be able to play discs at all and that people go, yeah, I like the idea of that. I don't think people were ready back then. Mm. They weren't ready back then. I mean, Netflix wasn't as big as it was. I remember when it first came out, I, I had it for a bit and I was like, I've got more films on my shelf and more anime on my shelf that, than their library does. So they were just starting out. So I, I cancelled my st- subscription, which was only like a p- couple of pounds, something yeah. like that. I was like, yeah, I've got more. Now it's huge now and everyone wants their own streaming service now. Everyone now it's like, huge now. They're yeah. jacking the price up. 14 quid a month yeah but yeah it is like obviously you kind of have to have if you want to push for an all digital future you kind of have to have your ducks in a row you need to be able to let people buy games digitally the day they come Mm. out on disc so they don't feel like they're missing out um the big thing for me is the price disparity because physical games are still cheaper than digital games and that just never sits right with me because you i mean yeah you're getting effectively the same thing you're getting the, the bits and bytes that are on the disc or they're on your hard drive and these days you have to install every game anyway so it's effectively the same thing but you're getting an actual physical product when you buy a physical copy you can actually hold it and it has some kind of tangible value the digital version they're saving money on like manufacturing and uh, shipping and all that logistical stuff but they're not passing that value on to the consumer and that just doesn't sit well with me so while I am a lot more digital friendly these days it is generally because of like you said game pass because i can just pay my fee and then i just play the games and i don't have to i kind of don't care that i don't own the games because it's 10 quid a month or whatever it is yeah 10.99 a month i think it is for ultimate and for that at that point i kind of don't care that i don't own the games Mm. i'd rather pay a smaller fee and be able to play the games and pay the price of a game, but kind of not own the game still, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. If I'm going to pay 50 quid, I kind of want something on my shelf, even though I'm saying I'm running out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so digital purchasing, I'm still kind of a bit iffy on. There's, there's only, I think there's probably less than five games I've bought full price digital. If I'm going to buy a digital game, I tend to wait for it to go on sale. But like, yeah. Something like Half-Life Alex, don't get a choice in that. It's digital or nothing. So, okay, guess I'm paying full price for that for a digital copy. But, yeah, for me, I think Game Pass is kind of, maybe not the future, but a big part of the future because it's just so convenient and there's so much variety in it. And, mm-hmm. you know, all first-party Xbox stuff goes in it. Where you and me are both Xbox players more than any other platform. Like you, you said earlier, we, we've both got all the platforms apart from PS5, which you can't buy one at the moment. But Xbox is kind of both of our preferred platforms. So obviously we quite enjoy first-party Xbox games. 
and they're all going to be in Game Pass, and that's going to be true for Bethesda soon as well. So Game Pass is kind of a no-brainer if you're an Xbox owner, I think. So I think that's going to kind of be like the thin end of the digital wedge for me in kind of separating how I play games from how I own games. Yeah, I mean, we've got a, we've got a whole series exploring Game Pass because it's that good. So many options on there. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, so we should, maybe we should have a series called Exploring Steam. <laughs> and play games on us so we've got so many but you don't get we don't you still have to pay for the steam games do you technically own steam do you own steam games i don't think you do do you don't own them i think they have he said that if they ever had to shut it down they'd make it so that you still own the games that you've bought somehow so i know really i know sure. good old games you actually own if you own the, the copy I think it's slightly different yeah, to Steam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, with Steam, yeah. But yeah, digital over but physical. It's something that I think is probably going to be tested. Yeah, Our ownership of physical goods, digital goods rather, is something that's not going to be an issue now, but is going to be kind of tested. I think the longer things go on, because there are going to be things like companies going under or rights being lost i mean there are games that have been on digital stores that have been delisted because like the company folded and nobody knows who owns the rights to it anymore so they can't sell it anymore and um i think in most of those instances if you bought the game you can still download it but you can't like if you never bought it you can't then go and buy it and download it so they kind of lost the time a bit um whereas physical games disc might stop working at some point um, I think I've got I've actually got some DVDs that don't work anymore. Probably disc rot or whatever the hell happens to it. Plastic fatigue, who knows? But they're probably going to last a fairly long time. And yes, you won't be able to patch them if the systems go down, but you'll still be able to stick them in an offline console and play them. So, yeah, it's kind of... I can understand with people that like their physical games and feel like digital is kind of and run them off the rails a bit i can understand where they're coming from because all that stuff is kind of untested still and probably won't sort of answers to that probably won't emerge for a fair while but yeah that's my thoughts digital quite handy actually so what would you <laughs> say at the moment so what 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 side of the street do you see yourself on are you more on at the moment still on the physical or are you leaning more towards digital um, I'd say in terms of buying games, still probably like 90% physical. Uh, like you say, you, you said you haven't bought any games for the new system yet. I've only bought two, mm-hmm. and those were both like day one. I bought Watch Dogs Legion just because I was like, oh, really? Tracing London, and I've played like an hour of it. And I bought um, Yakuza 7 just because I was like, oh, a physical copy of a Yakuza game on Xbox. I want to buy that. And also it came with a steelbook. So okay. those are the only two games I've bought since physically since November. So I'm, I am buying a lot fewer games these days yeah. just because Game Pass, you know, it's right there. I'll just download mm. something and play it. But, you know, cool. It's not going to, it's never going to cover all bases. There are always going to be games that don't come out on it. And if I have to buy them, probably be physical because one, it's cheaper. 
Yeah. I think that's that's the one thing I'd like to see digital change. I'd like them to be cheaper than physical. That, that makes sense to me. Then being more expensive doesn't make sense to me. Cool. Um, about you? I'm seeing... I'm leaning more towards digital at the moment. Um, obviously, I do like physical, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to be, I think this generation, I'll be more digital. And plus, I, the only thing I'll probably have to spend is more store, um, internal storage mm. to get more of that. But um, yeah, it'll be more, even on Game Pass or even if I have to buy it um, digitally, I probably will. Um, it's just because it'd be more convenient and I don't have to deal with so many game boxes and stuff. Yeah. Because I don't think I can find anywhere to put like eight, nine, I've got like nine generations, eight, gen, eight generations of of uh, physical games. I just can't, I just don't know where, I would have to like hire, like a buyer, like a, a separate storage room just to put everything in. But yeah, I, I say at the moment, say about seventy percent digital. And I mean, like, obviously, I, if there's a game like a, like a Bioware game, I'll probably get that. Phys- I'll get, I, if, if they got like a, a special edition, I'll buy that physical because I just like those like like and the new Mass Effect. I'll probably buy that the physical and the new Dragon Age. Buy that physical. Like a, with a special edition, obviously, with they normally have some pretty good stuff come with it. But yeah, I think this generation will be a digital one for me. I think I can kind of see myself going a similar way because it's kind of like the same way with other media, like CDs. I rarely buy CDs anymore. Yeah, or that's a good point. Yeah, it's just I've got. You Google Play Music on my phone. Everything I want is on there. But then there'll be like that. There'll be that one band I've been listening to for twenty years, and I'll be like, oh, "I'm going to buy their vinyl." And then same with films. It's like, oh, well, most films I can watch. Like, I can rent them on Amazon Prime or whatever. But that specific series, I want the latest film in that. So, and that's kind of I can see like gaming going the same way. Like, oh, most stuff fine with playing it on Game Pass or like buying it on sale digitally or whatever. But if New Halo comes out, I'm going to buy a physical copy of the new Halo. Mm-hmm. New Mass Effect as well. So I think I can probably see myself going the same way in that I just sort of buy a physical copy of the game I really care about and then everything else, just play it digitally. Because I, yeah. I have kind of come to the realisation I don't need to own every single game I've ever played <laughs> over the last few years. Mm. And um, like you've got those indie games that, like, I mean, most indie games don't get a physical release, but yeah, like that indie game that lasts three hours and you play it and go, yeah, I really like that and then never played it again. I don't really need to own those, even digitally. I'll play them on Game Pass and then I'll move on. I'm kind of glad that I don't buy, I never bought, I never really bought PC physical games. Never. I think the last one I did buy was, uh, I think I bought some for my sister. And I know you bought one for her. You bought a Dead Space one. But I think the last... One I bought was the Old Republic. Mm. That's the last one I bought, and um, yeah, that that was how long ago was that? About oh, two thousand and nine, I think it was. It no, two thousand When did the Old Republic come out? Some sometime back then, years ago. Around about a decade, yeah. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. So ninety DC games were a thing. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I've got up, up up in my parents' loft. I've got um, Quake, Duke Nukem 3D, and stuff, and like the old nineties PC boxes that were like this big. And um, I used to. Why are you Mel? Who are you, Mel Jesus? Like collecting. Like, yeah, PC I mean. You joke, but I mean, you see him on his channel. They, those were big boxes. They took up so much space. Huge. He likes. I. I wanted to like. If I ever get the chance, like if I had, if I had a guest on, like on this podcast, and we were talking about this subject, I would be Metal Jesus because he likes his uh his physical, his physical games. Stuff. Yeah. He's, he's got like a whole game room, so he's got the space to put it. Even there, it still looks kind of like. It's filling up quite quickly because yeah. every other like video he does, it's um, a, a pickup hole. And I was like, we tried to do a few videos like that. Obviously, not as no, we didn't have our own little game room. We always used to do it in a pub or something like that. <laughs> so it was very go. But um, like because um, we we did like going games hunting and we still do. But um, yeah, it's like I could, I don't think I could get all those games from all those different consoles and generations. And have anywhere to put them. I'll literally, be, I'll be like sleeping on top of of of, of games. Mm. Yeah, he's got like a converted basement, has not he? And it's just full of games and consoles and everything. Yeah, we don't really have basements here in the UK. No, we don't. We don't. No, and people, Americans, freak out when they see uh, washing machines in kitchens. <laughs> They're like, what the f- what the hell? Wasn't that in your basement? I was like, well, we don't have that washer and dryer. We don't have that. It's just in the kitchen for space. But, yeah. But anything else we need to chat about? Is that are we, Mr. Ross? I think we're going we... to be wrapping it up there. Yeah. Podcast number two. And um, two. I realise this is quite a quite an emotive subject really in the gaming industry. People really love their physical stuff. Yep. People that really love their digital stuff really are confused by people that love their physical stuff. And it kind of generates a lot of arguments. Um, so we thought we'd discuss it. And I mean, go on. I I don't see why why people are confused. I mean, unless you re- really just this generation or last generation that you got into gaming, if they're that young, um, I can see why they can go digital. But people before that who had to buy it, no choice but to buy it digital or physical, uh, I don't see why they would have an issue with people who you know, who, if they go digital, then people, then they, they bought physical, then they went digital and then they have a problem with people buying digital. I'm like, well, you, you remember what it was like, you know what I mean? To, I might've got this wrong way around actually. It's the internet, man. People argue. Over yeah, 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 yeah. People anyway. will be like, I have an opinion, so it must yeah. be the correct opinion. You're wrong. Yeah. But yeah, let us know in the comments below whether you're yeah. a physical, physical or a digital person. Or whether you even care at all, or if you think your habits will change in the future. And uh, with that, podcast number two comes to an end. Oh, yeah. I mean, follow us on uh, our social medias, on our Twitter, our personal Twitters, which I'll be putting on the, uh, I'll just on our uh, description on the YouTube version, because I've decided now to actually include our social links on there. Because I never do. Yeah, like so. We have a Facebook page. We have our uh, we have the Game of Chums Twitter page, and we both have our own personal pages. So please give those a follow if you feel inclined. And we also have an Instagram. We have a Tumblr, 
and we have a, an audio version which is available on on Spotify. Spotify. But yeah, if you prefer like to listen, if you don't want to see our beautiful faces, if you don't want to see my magnificent Persona Five background, which is virtual, it's not green screened, so that's why it's so shit. And <laughs> you can have a look at Rory's like anime figures yeah, and anime figuring. all these waifus and stuff like that. But um, yeah, like uh, we'll be coming back again in about a two week, a fortnight, two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Mid April, we'll be back, and yeah, I mean, but baton will be back in Paul's hands. I mean, if anything comes up during those two weeks, we will probably do a, another podcast next week if it's really big news or something, something amazing happens, like yeah, we're not Microsoft has bought Sony or something like that. And... <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to be completely rigid with the two weeks thing, it's it's what we're doing going forward. But if something big comes up, we'll talk about yeah. it. And if the so. podcast gets more popular, then people want it, us to do it one once a week we can work something out but yeah and on that uh, note also if you have any ideas for things we should discuss then do drop them in the comments down below or hit us up on twitter with that stuff because we're always open to suggestions as well if you have Otherwise, any questions i struggle to come up with yeah this if you have any questions if you've got questions we'll in the future if we hear enough questions we'll have our own like q a section near the end of the podcast <laughs> just to answer your question yeah just to answer your questions but uh yeah Okay, 420 Sniper Elite says, why are you guys shit? Oh, great, thanks. It's a Very question. question. <laughs> it's a question. <laughs> if it's a bad or insulting question, the question's a question. So, yeah. But if you do have questions, don't wait for us to start doing community questions thing. You can always ask and we'll answer. Yeah. And um, until then, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye. Bye.